What is up, freaks and geeks? It's your one-man band, the Wolfman here, ready to go shopping. Headed out to Guitar Center, a few other places, see what we could find, get in some trouble, buy shit we don't need. And you know what? Things have been pretty good lately, which I know is not what you look forward to. You love the bitching and moaning, but you know what? Things have been good in the hood uh, lately. All right, weirdos. So here's the thing. <clears throat> I woke up this morning to a large crack and not just the house settled it was like something hit the house keep in mind where I live as I'm describing all this stuff and it's not just conspiracy theories um, I swear there's some kind of testing going on out at the Nevada test range that affects northern houses and communities uh, I've said before like the Wi-Fi drops and you know things will happen that are a little weird but uh, I could sit there at the desk working on a computer and hear transformers moving and, and rattling and shaking and you know it's only really noticeable if I don't have the TV or music on and yes, I'm one of those weirdos that sometimes I'll just work in complete silence because my brain fills the void as it is. But um, yeah, the, the house is almost always shaking and it's not just construction. If you've ever been around an area that does have construction, you know when the steamrollers roll by, it pretty much causes an earthquake. Uh, they were building a highway next to my old house up in Carson City uh, which is another reason I need to get out of that particular house because I didn't want that noise right next to it. But in hindsight, given the way things are, I probably should have kept it uh, with the rising cost of things now. But anyway, um, whenever the steamroller would roll by, even though it was all the way up on the hill, it still vibrated everything, and I would have figures falling off and whatnot. So, and as I'm looking up in the sky driving to uh, the comic shop, contrails are out like crazy it's cold air and jet exhaust is warm so you're gonna see a lot of those things I'm not one of those that believe that they're emitting a gas or something that controls our narrative I've seen a lot of those posts conspiracies but I do believe there are things going on at the test range that they are telling us about I mean obviously Ukraine's at war with Russia uh, Russia and China and North Korea have always had it out for us. So we're going to want to keep a no-fly zone over that and nobody really knows what's going on out there. It's not aliens. They're testing weapons. But we've had wind the last two days. And not just like, okay, it's a windy, breezy day. I'm talking like it's so windy, hooker weaves be blowing off and we got tumbleweave all over the damn city up to 69 miles per hour no joke and it's it's been rocking like seriously fucking tornado style rocking and then about 10 o'clock at night when it's at the worst i just happened to look in the weather index app and see you know how long is this projected to last and i noticed that it said the air quality was like AQI 440 or something like that, which is 
hazardous to your health. And I noticed the uh, air index whatever uh, map was was red. That meant like stay in your house, like dust storm kind of thing. And so I'd zoom out of the map just to see, you know, how bad this is or what the affected areas are. And no joke, the only areas that were affected and that had high wind was Las Vegas and the Nevada Test Range, as well as Dugway Proving Grounds up in Utah, which is another test range, and over Edwards Air Force Base in Palmdale, which is where most of the things that go to Area 51 are built and created in that area. So why is there only wind and why is there only toxic air in our country's test ranges? Yeah, I've been watching UFO files on Pluto TV with Bill Barnes. I mean, yeah, get over it. I, I do love a good conspiracy and I do love aliens and shit, but it just seems weird to me, like, the things that they don't tell us and the things that we're not privy to, it just seems odd and coincidental that they happen only over test ranges. And there's been several times where I've had figures fall off shelves and things rattle around, and I know it's an earthquake but USGS.gov doesn't pick it up on the seismometer or whatever they call it. And it's just a, a random aftershock from something. We don't know what. Um, so I know they're doing testing of things. Uh, another thing that I know that they're working on out there are EMP blasts <clears throat> because we have those on our jets, and uh, specifically the F-18s, they have, well, what they call, they cha changed them from the Super Hornet uh, air strike fighter to a, what they call the Growler, and it's Super Hornets converted into electronics warfare jet, and this thing will fly around and blast an EMP blast at missiles, ICBMs, other planes, or whatever, and essentially knock out their electronics and their radar. So, could it be that they're testing something? Like, I mean, what if G.I. Joe was right? I mean, let's, let's take it back to the nerd part of it, for those of you who are bored with conspiracy theories, UFOs, and military shit. <clears throat> what if there really is a weather dom dominator? and Destro's out in Area 51. Um, it's not too far-fetched. I mean, Jesse Ventura has mentioned several times that he's heard of, seen, and was witness to the HARP, the H-A-A-R-P, which is essentially a, a weather-dominating weapon. Uh, and they've done these things where they'll put chemicals into clouds via a contrail or a crop duster, oddly enough, that will cause a monsoon. They did it in Vietnam. They tried to uh, push 
the Viet Cong or whatever out of their holes and flood them out like rats. So they made they extended their monsoon season by by a month. So we know these things are possible. Does that mean that that's what's shaking the house? Well, if there's no construction around, <clears throat> what else is making that noise? And it's not even that if you don't hear something taken off from Nellis that it can't happen because planes from all over the nation will fly to us to test things. I mean, keep in mind, this is where we tested all of our atomic bombs. I know we're not exploding those now, at least not in kilotons or megatons. We are dropping the dummies. Uh, the F-15EX is dropping the dummy uh, nuclear weapon now. And it could be a variable weapon. You can, I think I've mentioned this before, where it, you can raise and lower the megaton or the kiloton of the blast so that it's only a small one versus a big one. I don't know how they do that, but uh, it, it's possible. So are they releasing minor bombs out there? Well, we know for sure they do. One of my friends sets up what they call Gotham City, and they basically set up in the desert a blast site that mimics Afghanistan or Iran, where they set up buildings and shipping containers and stuff like that uh, so that the A-10s and the bombers can come in and blow the shit out of it. So we know they're actually detonating live ordnance. Is that what shook the house? Could be. Is that also uh, why things are shaking? Why I got that little jolt this morning? Could be. I don't know. So I mentioned another place, um, Dugway Proving Grounds, is on the Utah side of things, and it's from about mid-Nevada all the way up to the northeast corner, and that's up by West Wendover and Salt Lake. A lot of B-52s are stationed up there, and the history on Dugway is that's where chemical testing happened. And this isn't a theory. They, this is actually what's happened up there. Uh, they were doing bioweapons, bioengineering, chemical weapons tests, and it got so bad that animals in the surrounding area were dying. Like hundreds of sheep, all dead. Just dropped dead for no reason. Um, it's not like they sprayed a chemical out there, but it could be that, uh, you know, it's like radiation, maybe, uh, effects of something, or maybe it really is. Maybe the government actually does do testing. I mean, we know because of MK Ultra and because of uh, sort of the psychic warfare they tried to employ uh, from about Roswell era to Vietnam era that the government is willing to do that stuff. Are they willing to test human subjects with the deadly virus? Well, that'd be weird because we just went through two years of that. Um, but that's uh, one of the things that happened up at Dugway. And it's also housing the Enola Gay. Or I'm, I'm sorry, it's, it's where the Enola Gay 
took off from originally that bombed Japan with the uh, only warfare used atomic bomb. And I, I actually, I do think that Enola Gay or one of them, anyway, one of the atomic B-29s is on static display there at the hangars. So, I mean, that, that's, that's the history. We know it's there. We know they've been doing it. Could they be doing that now? I'm sure. Uh, like I say, it's probably all drones. It's a different era and a time for these things. But it's interesting. And then, you know, some of the, these things they talk about on the alien shows are really far-fetched. But you can look up history that you're allowed to see. Obviously, there's a different history uh, available, and they always control the narrative on, on these things. Um Man, have I said this before? I'm following a vehicle that says Bruce Wayne on the license plate. I swear I've seen this before. Talked, maybe I got deja vu. Who knows? Um, anyway, they said one thing that was interesting. They said that Dugway is the new Area 52. So Area 51, whatever they had there, they are believing that everything got moved from there to Dugway Proving Grounds. Uh, which was now going to be Area 52. I don't believe that because the main uh, conspiracy theory out there, holy shit, there's another vehicle in front of me that's Bruce, B-R-U-U-C-E, and the car next to it is Bruce Wayne. How fucking weird is that? I'm not buying any Batman shit today. Anyway, the uh, accepted theory is that Whatever crashed in Roswell did not go to Area 51 to be reverse engineered, that it actually went to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio, and that was also the home base for Project Blue Book. So, I don't know that Dugway is Area 52, or a second Area 51, whatever they want to call it, <clears throat> but for sure, they are doing chemical testing out there. So it's just, it's interesting, you know, to me at least, living in this area between, you know, Arizona, Utah, New Mexico, and Nevada, all the crazy shit happens here. The only other hot spots in the country are the Catalina Islands off the southern coast of California, San Diego, uh, White House, obviously, Pentagon. And then uh, there was one other place I forget. It's it's in a mountain somewhere where they actually say the mountain opens up. I forget the name of that right now. But anywho, so I'm at the comic shop, and we'll see what I get. I do have the uh, $150 credit still from returning to Batman stuff. Maybe that's why Bruce Wayne is following me around. And uh, we'll see what memories or ideas pop up from that. And uh, We'll get back at you. Yeah, not much at the comic shop. I actually forced myself to buy some stuff uh, just because I got that credit. And now I feel bad because that gift set, that Batman gift set that I returned is still there. I thought that would have flown off the shelves, but apparently I was the only sucker to buy it. Um, I got the X-Men 92. Hopefully that's good. I'm really digging the... Uh, retro vibe that they're at least trying to still please the vintage collectors 
and uh, getting more bad news from friends though uh, two people out of that comic shop that work there just this week found out that their rent is going up $400 and the other one is being forced to move out because of interest rates so they have to sell and capitalize on their uh, investment now which bumps up their moving plans by a year they said uh, so it's getting scary out there my bartender friend that was being forced to move hasn't found a place yet he's rooming with people it just I don't know if it's like that everywhere but it sucks that we're almost forcing homeless and thankfully you know I, I've got uh, family I can go to if something like that happens to me and Lord knows if something happens, it seems like I can go to, you know, Buffalo, New York, or Ohio, or uh, Oklahoma, because I got plenty of friends around there, or Jersey, uh, but, yeah, it just, it, it sucks that you can't make a living anymore, and, and just enjoy life, um, you watch some of the old shows, Dick Van Dyke, or, uh, what's the other one? any of those black and white shows or even married with children how does that guy afford two kids a dog own a house and is married while he's a shoe salesman and it's always about money he comes home and they're always asking him for money give me 20 here give me 20 here can i go here can i buy this how'd they do that and then you realize homer simpson is portrayed in his 30s when the show first started, I guess now they're sort of saying he's like 40. But he affords or can't afford a, a house and three kids. Dick Van Dyke show, shit. They're making like 12000 a year and they can afford a giant house. And then I talked to my buddy in Ireland, uh, who I miss... Uh, I never thought one of my best friends would end up being a guy from the UK, but the, my guitar buddy that came over here that I met, uh, was talking to him yesterday and he was showing me, you know, what, how different his country is versus mine. He said, you know, I went to your house for that barbecue. It was awesome. It was great. But do you know, my house is bigger. It's a tri-level. So I guess the street that he lives on is really thin, but he lives in a, a complex where it's houses and they're all touching. So it's just basically almost looks like a, a hotel, but they're individual houses. They just all happen to touch and share the same wall. He has a three-story townhouse. Uh, the square footage didn't translate, uh, so I don't know how big it is, but he was showing me around like the stairwell getting up to his three levels is sort of small, but each level is, is big. And uh, I, I was like, how much do you pay for that? And he said, oh, oh, 200 pounds. I'm like, okay, yeah, but what does that translate to like American dollars? Can you describe that to me in bald eagles? How much that your flat or your house is? He's like, oh, it's only $260 in American, I guess. I'm like, wait, what? How? So he sort of sort of bucks the system and uh I, I don't know he's he's got some assistance or something I guess that's like 
I, I don't know how it works. Maybe uh, our cheap housing where they give you like a f free apartment or something or they give you assistance for like uh, $800 a month or something like that. But I guess six to $800 over there is normal rent and you get to live in freaking Ireland where you got castles in your backyard. How fair is that? And then we're talking about him trying to get over here to America uh, to come back to get a work visa and all that sort of stuff. And it's just, it's not looking very likely or at least not soon. And our lawyers that we're hiring to try and get him back over here are saying it's going to cost $10,000. And their lawyers over there said that's ludicrous. We could do it for $2,000. And I said, well, what if it was the other way around? What if I wanted to tour Ireland? And he said, you can come over for free. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, obviously I'd have to pay for the plane ticket, but what do you mean for free? And he's like, you can stay as long as you want. Like, he lives in Derry. And I guess it's different if you go to the UK part in Northern Ireland. You'd only be able to stay like 90 days or however it works, and then you'd have to pay. And But it wouldn't be an exorbitant amount like we're trying to, you know, charge him to come back over here from the States. Uh, he said, I could go over there stay with him for free, tour Ireland, and play gigs, and just get lost, and probably never come back, and I swear, man, like, I had that split second, and even now, I'm thinking about it, like, first of all, first thing I'd do is go meet up with Chella Toys and pop the shit out of Tippy. uh, so, <laughs> there's that, but, God, can you imagine if all the shit that I talk about the UK and I end up moving to the UK? Well, it's not very likely because he's going to end up moving here to tour with the band that I was, you know, friends with. And we all know that whole drama. But it's, uh, it's funny that those options are there. It's just really weird. Uh, America tries to get as much money out of people as possible, and I hate that. There's no reason these houses need to be that expensive and that you need two or three jobs and two roommates and a wife and kids to write off just to afford existing. Snuck over to Walmart and didn't find squat, which is to be expected. I was sort of looking for those superstars figures, but you know what? If I find them, I find them. I don't, no big loss. Uh, it's just, I would rather f see them in person and buy them and have the excitement of doing that other than paying shipping and all of that. I did find some AEW figures, the newest ones with the Dark Order and the Upper Deck. And I, you know, they're not the best looking figures, but Jeremy knows what he's doing. And those uh, upper deck cards really make you want to get it because if nothing else, you want to see what's in the damn card. Um, but the eye application and the sort of Vaseline shine that they have on some of those things, now it's, a, I don't know, it, it's a toss up. I was going to say it's better than the elites, but is it? I, I think the elite wrestling figures now are starting to look like crap because of that powder spray paint auto stuff that they're doing. Um, true effects, whatever you want to call it. But then the hand painted look that 
Jazzwares is uh, doing doesn't look all that great either. So I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, speaking of shipping, and a couple weird things pop up with shipping. First of all, people on eBay, y'all need to calm the fuck down. Uh, I told you I was selling comics and getting rid of a bunch of stuff because I'm just over it and I've got this bad premonition I'm most likely going to have to be moving soon. Uh, so I put a bunch of my comics that I'd already read I'm not going to keep for uh, reference and uh, put them on eBay. And I gave the people the option, like, you know, I know you're not supposed to do a media mail, but I'm like... I'll send it medium mail in an envelope, or I can send it in a flat rate envelope. Those were your choices. If you're the type of collector that needs to have mint on mint on mint straight off the printer shit, don't buy on eBay. Don't get anything shipped. You have zero right to complain about anything that is transported if you don't physically transport it yourself because it's out of the seller's hand the minute it leaves the house and it's all of a sudden the post office's fault. And I'm so sick and tired of shipping companies putting the blame, well, it wasn't packaged correctly. No, don't be a dick and toss it around like you're the Globetrotters before you send a package. And then don't be an asshole when you drop it off at a house, toss it over a fence, play Frisbee with it, try and stand on it. I mean, I have to buy... It's $1.25 a box in Destructo boxes uh, from Uline so that my figures don't show up broken. And I've even heard a few stories where a couple of pinkies or something snapped off. So that sucks. I feel responsible for that. I feel, you know, what am I supposed to do? Buy a bigger box? Put a 4-inch figure in a 10-inch box surrounded by a safety case? Like... How the fuck are you supposed to ship things these days? So anyway, I shipped a comic, and I always put them under as red condition. I'm not going to... I told you, I think last time about the guy, I was like, is it near me? I, I want to know what grade you would give this before I buy it. Motherfucker, calm down. Well, I had someone else that actually bought something from me, and it's like, just so you know, that's not the way to ship comics. It needs to be wedged between two pieces of oversized cardboard wrapped up so none of the corners can get bent or damaged. The entire envelope showed up and it was uh, mangled and the comics were uh, dented and mashed on the sides. Well, your first clue that it wasn't my fault was that you said the package was mangled. And I did put it between two pieces of cardboard in fact, every comic was in a bag and board, and I wrapped a priority small flat rate box. You can actually stick like up to 10 comics in between a sleeve that you can fold in half on the small flat rate boxes, and it fits perfectly inside of a flat rate envelope. And that's how I shipped all my comics. The guy's like, this net, hey, you're supposed to ship comics. It's supposed to be in between two oversized pieces of cardboard. Shut the fuck up, asswipe. If you're that concerned about buying comics that were undersold less than retail value, you have zero reason to complain. What did he buy, you may ask? I had the first seven issues of the Keanu Reeves Berserker, uh, penciled by Ron Darney, and 
I'm just, it was cool at first and then it just got weird and so I was over it and I sold it and each comic was $3.99 times seven comics and I listed it for $12.99 and the bids went up. I think the final on that was $23, well under the price I paid for these comics. Plus, eBay took their fees out. Plus, it was $7.95 to ship uh, the flat rate envelope. Plus, they took fees out of that, even though they gave me a discount, because I think it's actually $8.95. And the dude's still like, you needed to put this between two pieces of cover. If you're that fucking anal about how you need your ship shipped, then you need to not buy on eBay. I'm, I'm so sick of nerds. But granted, I will have a hundred successful transactions and it's only the one that'll piss me off. And he's not leaving feedback because he's waiting for me to leave feedback so that he can uh, hold mine hostage. That was something that used to be a thing back in the day because you actually used to be able to leave negative feedback for buyers. But now buyers are so protected, this guy can actually get the comics himself, be fine with mangled comics, step on them, rip them, say that I ripped them, and then eBay will refund his money for free, allow him to keep the product, and then take it directly out of my bank account. So, yeah, I, uh, I got a big issue with that. So I had to stop there for a second. I got distracted. I don't know if you could hear it, but there was this really fucking weird noise. I would step on the brakes, and it wouldn't even squeal. It would... It would almost sound like air was passing through the cabin. Never heard anything like that before. And uh, now it's not doing it. I don't know if it was just something on the freeway or what, but it was odd. But anyway, so now here's another th weird thing with shipping after my eBay rant. I bought my guitar amp off eBay. I was all excited about it. I feel bad enough for the guy as it is because I got it for a thousand under retail and it cost 125 to ship. So out of pocket for me, it was about 800 bucks. He said he just messaged me yesterday. He was hoping the amp did good. Uh, I said, it's great. Love it. And he said, you don't happen to have any of the packing material or anything that comes along with it. And I'm like, why? What's wrong? He said, UPS is going after him and trying to get $1,200 from him because apparently it was labeled wrong and miscalculated on the measurements or something like that. And I, I said, that's ridiculous. First of all, the guy said, uh, nobody wanted to bring it to me. So it sat in the warehouse for a day and then it wasn't as heavy as it looked. Everyone thought it was a shipping crate. It wasn't, it was just wrapped up in, in fucking coffin of padding and air bubbles. So while the container that was shipped to me was like 36 inches squared, uh, or, you know, in every direction, height, weight, and width, or height, length, and width, um, apparently the packing slip, when they did the initial measurement, said that it, the package was only 34 inches by 15 inches by 36 inches high. 
and it's the 15 that caught me off guard and I was like that's not that's where the discrepancy is so what happened is he took the amp in then measured the amp wrote those measurements down and then charged him for that and the weight and then after that was done UPS themselves put it inside a box that was three times as wide and wrapped it with another 10 pounds worth of stuff now they're claiming that it was 250 pounds and that it was measured wrong and that's all false I for one reason or another felt the need to keep the packing slip and took a picture of the crate when it showed up and showed the guy that it, there's a sticker on there that says the exact weight is 100 pounds so they're trying to screw him over with that so I fixed that they put the wrong measurement on there and then delivered it in a box that was way too big he's saying that it's his fault and I said no you need to fight this there's no way well first of all it's protected or it should be protected by eBay because he printed off the label took it to UPS and then they took it and repackaged it for him so if that happened to me and these sons of bitches would try to get me $1,200, they're like, that's a $1,200 crate you shipped for $125. Shut the fuck up. You put it in the big damn box. I mean, I'm glad you did, but if you would have put it in a regular size box with just the amp, it probably just would have come in pieces because I know how y'all are and fucking move. I'm in a turn signal to get into the Guitar Center parking lot and this dumbass won't move. Holy shit, people. Anyway, isn't that ridiculous? Can you imagine they come after you after you've already uh, purchased the shipping label and then tell you you owe them more money for their mistake? Like, come on. Not gonna happen. So, yeah, I'm going to Guitar Center again. Uh, I got that gig as a bass player, and I don't really want to rely on them solely for the direct in box uh, that I'm going to need. So I'm going to go look for a Sans amp or a direct in and then probably a, a direct out smaller amp. My amp was fine, but it's a, a 90s PV TNT 150, which is like the big subwoofer 15 inch and nobody uses those anymore and it doesn't really project in a room. Everyone kind of uses those uh, four by 10 inch subwoofer speakers that you'd hook up in a car or something like that so yeah we'll see what they have i'm gonna try not to spend too much money not that i have it but you know a gig's a gig gotta do what we gotta do well obviously i bought something i mean to be fair i know letter kenny fans everywhere to be fair to be fair uh to be fair I actually was looking, like I said, for a, a Sans amp. They had a, a nice little bass combo amp, and things sure have changed. Uh, the smaller amps actually throw out some rumble, which is pretty cool. Um, so I got a, a nice little 250-watt amp, and surprisingly good deal on it. Uh, it was only 200 bucks, and um, it's got... A computer in it which again this shit is all foreign to me but it's got a computer in it that I can run with an app 
and use as a pedal board to where I could switch sounds. So I can do that sort of fuzz at the beginning of Around the World and uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, or I could get that Primus slap, or even do some like double octave stuff. So that's, uh, it should be pretty fun. And the cool thing is it's got a direct out from uh, the amp. See, there's that fucking beep again. It sounds like something's uh, squeezing at me. Like it's it's hissing, but it's like a beeping hiss. Such a weird fucking sound. I wonder if it's the air conditioning. Like it's got a, it's a out and it's pissing at me. I don't know. I can't figure it out. I don't really care. It is what it is. Um, so yeah, uh, music back in full force. Just got another notification. I got a couple more gigs lined up and the guy's talking about booking for traveling, which I don't want to do a hundred percent of the time, but I'm not going to complain about it. If I get free trips around the country again, uh, I just, you know, depending on what's going on with the housing situation, would still like to be home with Freya and, you know, doing what I do, but I guess we got to do what we got to do to make money these days. So I'm going to try and hit up a few thrift stores on the way back home, but I do believe I've done my spending for the day and uh, we'll see what happens. So honestly, that's all I got for today. Ain't much going on. Things are looking up. Got gigs booked. I am booked for a free comic book day at a local comic shop here uh, for an artist table. And uh, yeah, doing good. So I hope things are going good in your world and your neck of the woods. And uh, we'll leave it at that. Stay safe and sane. Peace out.